Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now, it's been a very interesting weekend of rugby this weekend, Tobes. It has, (laughs) Damien. (laughs) I think it's the first time that we've seen the skill level go up a notch, the quality of the games go up a notch, but the most ridiculous nature of the referees go up a notch as well. I think everyone, especially in Super Rugby, is just starting to sort of hit their straps. Yeah, which is really odd. You know, there's pre-season where they probably should hit their straps, but then they're just actually getting into playing other teams from other countries, and they're just starting to click. To click. Yeah, I suppose it's after the World Cup, and lots of players have sort of had a very busy time, what they'd normally have a little bit more time off. And they haven't done preseason, and then they're swung back into it, and yeah. they're getting back. I mean, it's like the Bowden Barrett situation; he's not even playing yet. He's back though this week, isn't he? Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be great, isn't it? But before we go any further, young Toby, young, we yeah. must plug the living daylights yes. out of ourselves. So, where can they find us if they want to find us on the YouTube Super Rugby Podcast? On the Twitter, the Super Rugby Podcast at Twitter dot com. Gmail, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. The Facebook and the Gram. Do you like that, the Gram? The Gram. Oh, yeah. Super Rugby Podcast. So that's where you can find us. But without further ado, we must go over the breaking news. Yes. First story, Tobes. <laughs> Funny one. Well, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> did you, can I just say, did you, well, introduce it first and then I'll go So it's it. Joe Marla. Uh, let's just say Joe Marla. Getting a little bit too close to Alwyn Jones. Yeah, close and personal. Very close, very personal. Joe Marler, when he did it, saw it happen real time. And 
he was looking straight down the barrel of the camera. I know it was absolutely bizarre, wasn't it? It I mean, was odd. I, I have known for that to happen on rugby pitches. Have you known it to happen on rugby pitches? Not while I've been playing. I mean, I have had it. Yeah. Okay. So we're both heard, we're both experienced. Yes. Not not experienced in that way. <laughs> We've both we've both known this stuff does happen on rugby pitches, but I have never ever seen it on a professional no. rugby pitch, and there's a very good reason for that because there's cameras <laughs> everywhere. Joe what Marla, was he thinking? I I think he was he was obviously doing it as a joke for the cameras, but it's backfired <laughs> big time. I don't think. But he's looked straight down the camera <laughs> and he's just gone squeak squeak. <laughs> it's not something you do for a joke down the cameras, though, is it? Yeah, but he's he's looking at the camera. You know, he must be right. Why is he doing it? He must be doing it for a joke. I I think he was doing it for a joke, but it's just it's just not a very funny joke, is it? I mean, you've got to laugh. You've got to laugh. You've got to laugh at the situation that that he's in. Yeah, because he he is an absolute, you know, loose cannon. He is a loose. He is a loose cannon. You've got to look at his haircut. Yeah. So I mean, Joe Marla. Now, you mentioned it's between a 12-week ban and a... 208-week ban. It's a long time. That's four years. Four years years out of rugby. I just... I thought Alan Jones dealt with it really, really well. Well, he... I I watched, uh, like, the after-match interview, and he said, if I had reacted the way I probably should have reacted, I would have been the one who got sent off. that's right. I think he was hoping that, you know, the the, the touchy would have would have done something about it. Yes, because he's he's looked at the touchy, but he, he's also looked at the camera and he's gone right. You're going to get caught here, so I'm just going to put my arms up. I mean, it would it could have it would have changed the game. He goes off at that point very early in the game. Oh yeah, with a red card. Yeah, and it should have been a red card. Yes. Um, I just find it really bizarre that it. It didn't get picked up by the third official. No, I know. It was all over the crowd. The yeah. crowd, the crowd saw it. Yeah, the referee must have seen it. You know, it's just honestly, the whole thing's bizarre. Yeah, I would say, and as I say, you got to laugh as you'll cry. I and mean, honestly, it's it's that it's sort Stupid. of it's that ridiculous. It's just bizarre. Yes, it, on yeah. As I say, I, I've known it to happen in matches. Yeah. Uh, there's a famous football match where Vinnie Jones, Vinnie Jones, done it to Paul Gascoigne. In a in a in a soccer match, right? What about the old Hopawadi? Hopawadi, what happened with Hopawadi? Oh, he, he slipped a digit, didn't he? Oh no, he did <laughs> not. He, <laughs> he did. did yeah. Hopawadi. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on really yeah. quickly. Uh, more ridiculous. Uh, the, the the big big rule change coming in uh, the end of this year or this this season, which is you will no longer be able to score a try at the base of the post. Silly. I've kind of looked back. Why have we got posts then? We should do what we do. Well, we should do what the footballers do, as in American football. Have the goalposts in the dead ball area, then there won't be any problem. Yeah, but there's ne- there hasn't been a problem. No, when was the last so time? why are they changing when, it then? When was the last time you went? Oh, that's a real shame that they've scored at the bottom of the posts. I mean, you know, it's part of the it's part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the fabric. Of, and this is the one thing you'd you'd say about football. And you'd say, in, in soccer, football, we're, yeah. whatever you want to call it, football. they are so reluctant to change the rules, sometimes at the detriment of the game. Yeah, VAR for one. But rugby, 
Yeah. Willy Nilly. I know. Pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> Can't say that way. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's it's like a ridiculous rule change. doesn't need to be made, but they make it anyway yeah. because someone decided that... Is it, is it that they don't... I mean, what is it? I mean, I don't, is it safety reasons? It's no padded. idea. No idea. It's padded. It's safe. Safe. Maybe you're right in saying they're going to plan to move the, the post off the pitch. Maybe that's the reason why, but I can't think of anything else. Oh. Next up, though, is Manu Tuolangi, uh, high tackle, definitely, red card. Definitely wasn't a red card. Said no one ever. Apart <laughs> from, from Eddie, Eddie Jones. Jones. Eddie Jones went, oh, don't know what all the fuss was about. If you can't tackle like that, we can't play any rugby games. So shall we have a look, Tobes, at the tackle? Do, do you have it on video? I don't have it on video, oh. no, because that would be breaking copyright. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's have a look at this picture here. So this is just before the uh, tr- uh, the the tackle. He's clearly wrapping his He's arms. He's clearly wrapping his arms by his side <laughs> in a I'm going to shoulder barge you sense. He's got muscly legs, eh? To a langy. Yeah, well, both he's a big, big boy, isn't he? He's a big boy, isn't he? And then this is actually making the tackle. So we can clearly see both arms down on his side, shoulder and He's just trying to get head. something out of his pocket, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. So, uh, Eddie, Here's my ID, sir. Now, Lomax on the weekend, red card, and it wasn't half as bad as that. No, that's true. Not half as bad as that. So I think Eddie Jones is just trying to take the heat away from Tuolangi because I, I just genuinely don't think that he thinks that's okay but he's trying to just sort of make the press talk about Eddie Jones rather than to Should it have been a penalty try? That's a great call. He's, he was on his way down and he's he was on down. his way out. I think he would have been... He's very close I mean, to he's the touch close line. To the li- but he's also close to the try line. I don't think he would have scored it, but... No. But he's not far away, is he? You've you got a point. Away, yeah. You've got a point. If you take Tuolangi out of the situation, he probably would have scored. So, but... To be fair, Slade, is it Slade? Yes, I think it is Slade, yeah. Great Mo, I'm just going to say. Yeah, good but, Mo. Um, good mo. We love a good got Mo. W- <laughs> You've got a great Mo, mate. Well, you can't see it because of the microphone. Microphone. And if you wanted to see it, you could go across to our YouTube channel and watch Toby. We'll watch his Mo going up and down. But anyway, moving on <laughs> rather rather quickly away from that story. But yeah, definitely a red card. Yes. Should he get banned? Because he's not got banned. He should, yes, he should. He hasn't, well, he hasn't been banned yet. Well, I think they've said there will be no further. What? Yeah, I think, I'm not sure. Let's just leave it there's at that. Three, there's three Englishmen have gone to Ireland. There's Courtney Laws for a tackle. Yep. Apparently is dangerous. Okay. There's Tuolangi. And then there's Joe Marler. And so this is Ireland as in, this is where they're all being held. The the. This is where they've gone to... Talk to the rugby people. Or they just it. gone on holiday. No, <laughs> coronavirus, mate, can't go there. No, you can't go there. Um, yeah, so they've gone to Ireland to talk to the, the judiciary. <laughs> judiciary. <laughs> there you go. Got it. Eh? And so I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably am wrong. But moving on. Next story up is that New Zealand have listened to me. Remember I was banging on my drum a few years ago Bongo. saying that they should put in a, a second sort of tier side that would help retain, retain players. So who might. do they play? So they're playing... The island teams? Well, no. So 
there's two two matches to still be confirmed, but they're definitely going to go across to America, and they're Good, looking like they're yeah. going to play America and Canada. Okay, cool. And then they don't know whether or not they're going to go across to Europe yet or to go and play... Well, like know, Romania and... Korea. It would be a waste of time, wouldn't it? New Zealand's second team would do... It would be a waste of time to play Romania. Do you think so? I absolutely... They could, I think we could go and beat Italy. We could go and beat... No. Yes. 100% oh. yeah. I mean have you seen mate, Italy you can't play? go to have Italy have you seen Italy play no, well, not, not at the moment no you can't <laughs> go to Italy running around with yes. masks no. on, mate. yeah so I mean last time they kind of did the, the junior All Blacks and they took them across you know we were playing Ireland now we, that's a step too far these days but we were playing full test match teams really yeah I mean you, you think that the mate m- would probably beat England well that'd be fantastic wouldn't it They'd be really good. <laughs> Shall we just tee that up and play England? But, I'll ring up. But what's really interesting is it's not just for players. It's actually for the coaching staff. You yeah. do think potentially a Scott Robinson could take that team rather than sending them overseas to I'll get international that. experience. Yeah. yeah. So very interesting. And let's just see if other good countries... Good CV too, you know, going forward as in, you know, that... that New Zealand second 11 or second 15, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the Black Caps. <laughs> <laughs> Second fifteen going forward, you know, wanting to coach in Europe. Japan, oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. The Americas. Well, that, see, that would be a good game for me. Would be, I know this is like um, condescending, but Fiji. I think we're we're, we're going to play. We're going to play Fiji. That's, that's one yeah. of the games that, that's been muted. But you know, wouldn't be it bad to play Japan? Would it? No. Play the J- Japanese good national for the side. Japanese though, as well. You know, so this is the, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of that type of league. Yeah, rather than the Romanias. Well, or at the, the moment, we could play Australia as well. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's not going to be I'm that. Literally, just there's not going to be that much difference between just, the first team and the second team, though. Just stirring the pot, mate. Stirring the pot. You remember the good old days of the All Black trials? So you'd have 62 players. You'd have 31 in one squad. 31 in the other squad. No, I, I wouldn't. I'd go like 25 in one squad and then make those ones right on the right, okay. you know, on the cusp, yeah. available to go on tour. They're not touring they at the same be, time. They could be going up and down as well, couldn't they? Yeah, First absolutely. The yeah. Team. Absolutely, yeah. Just like Asheville College. The next one I thought was really interesting was Eddie Jones is, is uh, meeting the RFU to have sort of a meeting about his future. But what's really interesting about this is where do you think that meeting is going to take place? What do you mean? Well, okay, so you're talking about your future, your, your work future. For dinner, Nando's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just going out for a meal, mate. Yeah. It's just, it's just good old Bill Sweeney's way of eking out some more food out of the RFU, isn't it? Yeah, I just think... I, do you think he's going to go two-year contract and then England will plea him to stay on, give him more money, extra two years, over to the World Cup, end of World Cup, see you later a pot of gold. Oh, he definitely won't go past the next World Cup. No, but will he stop before the next World Cup? No, I think he'll I think he's got unfinished business. He wants to win. I mean, he's just saying after the England uh, the will Welsh never, ever game win another World Cup. No. Don't don't agree with me. <laughs> um after the Welsh game, 
he was saying, you know, we're better than we were at the World Cup. So, you know, you can definitely see that Eddie Jones is thinking of the future. And I don't think he's thinking yeah. of the next two years. I think he's thinking of the next four, year four years. So <laughs> I think he's going to stick on. Now, it could be a disaster because of the way he is. But there's, there's so many good players available to him that he can burn through the players. He can burn through the coaching staff and he'll still have good quality players to choose from. So, you know, he might win the next World Cup. He might. hate to say it, mate, yeah. but it's, it's true. The last two stories we've got here is the ridiculous jersey yeah. problem with what? the Highlanders v versus the Bulls. They literally did look the same. You know, this why picture did... doesn't do it justice. No, but... you're right. But why did the Highlanders think, oh, yeah, we're my away kit? Well, because they're away. Yes, but look at the Bulls, mate. Come on. All you have to do is look at their kit and go, uh, we're okay. We can wear our home kit. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's you're not right. like we don't go to England and go, mm, yeah. yeah, we're wearing our away, we're kit. Our away kit. Yeah, that grey, <laughs> no, dirty the white, kit. the white kit. Remember the good yeah. old days of white kit. <laughs> that was awful. I used to love the white kit. No, too much like England. Ooh, that's oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but it was ridiculous. And then they came out at halftime with another kit. Yeah. As you say, but the, the Bulls came out with yeah. a different kit, didn't what they? What makes me laugh is that any part of the sort of routine of getting a game ready is the referee walks in to one changing room and he walks into the other changing room and then he decides what, what, what shirt he's going to wear himself. Oh, fellas, he, sorry, uh, your shirts are the same. Can you change them, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, possibly someone should have noticed this before the game started. Maybe actually, to be fair, the players could see each other quite... It was more the camera. It looked awful on TV. Maybe face-to-face it didn't look so bad. Last story, though, Tobes, is ex-Wallaby Anthony Fainga agrees to donate brain for concussion research. So he had real bad knocks to the head. He even, after one knock, forgot his brother-in-law's wedding... Really? Or something like that. So he's definitely... Is he going to die soon then? Is he on the way out? No, not at all, but he is... So they're going to wait 40 years. Yeah, pretty really? much. Rugby won't be there anymore. It'll be touch rugby. It will, might be. And even be. then, you know, it's in the you know 21st century, 2020 onwards, can't touch them. Virtual touch. You Virtual have to yell touch. touch. You'd be playing in your in your lounge. Yeah. Against... That'd be quite... I, I could go against Jonah. No, mate, Jonah's dead. Can't say that. I can say <laughs> that. I can say that. I actually have, IP legend. I have actually trained against Jonah. He <laughs> fell over me. <laughs> yeah, he fell over me. That's all I've got to say. My I, dad coached I, against him. I tried to tackle him, and he fell over me. Good. But I take it as a proper tackle. <laughs> <laughs> no shoulder contact. <laughs> no, no, my shoulders hit his calves. <laughs> Or the back or his shins. Yeah, or his shins and then his calves and then his boots over my face. Yes, it was not pretty. But he did not make the try line. That's all I've got to say. How old was he? Yeah, he was near the end of his career. I was near the start. He was playing, he was probably before the issues with his kidneys. Yeah. Um, but I think he must have had issues, hence why he fell over me. Okay. Um, I so he's was, gone up to you. Oh, my kidneys. Oh, I was I like 20, 20, 20. I was like 20, something like that. Not along those lines. He must have been 26, 27. I don't know. I can't no. Remember. Yeah. He died when he was 40. Yeah. Four years ago. Yeah, exactly. How old are you? 40. Are you 40? Yeah. See, I thought you were way older. <laughs> 
Anyway, that is it. That's the breaking news. So we're going up to our first listener's question. Do you want to read this one out, Tobes? No. All right. You go. You go. You go. Many thanks, guys, for the podcast. You both make me crack up. Oh, crack up's a good word. (laughs) On a Wednesday morning on my way to work. Why doesn't he get up at 12 a.m. and listen to it when it actually goes up live? That would be a super fan, and he's obviously not a super fan. Super fan, Dan. No, super fan. Right, uh, this is from Sam Reed, by the way, from London. My question to you both is, as an England supporter, I love Steady Eddie. As he has transformed the way we play. Uh, has he? Oh, he has, He has, yeah, definitely, yeah. 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 Uh, so why does no one seem, why does no one seemingly want to work with him? Mm. The job must be well paid and England is successful. Many thanks again for your podcast, Sam. Um, he definitely has transformed. Yeah, you watch how they play now. They play, they actually play like no one else plays. No, I agree. Their you defense, know, their rush defense is fantastic. But also the way they put pace on the ball is out of this world in comparison to what they used to play like. You yeah. know, they used to play a very forward-orientated game. Yeah, boring. Yes. Some would say. English rugby. <laughs> Everyone would say. For me, there are a few things that interest me when I did some research on why he's so hard to work with. So let's start with, he does not think of players, he thinks of team. So he will burn players, he will dump them off, he will yeah. train them hard to make a point. And he doesn't care. It's not the worst thing in the world, No, absolutely not. Now, what I would say is, Eddie Jones may be the way of the future. He just is a bit early in some of the things. Almost like a sevens coach where he thrashes his team to make them... Yeah, but I say Dylan Hartley, ex-England captain, he would train him so hard because he wanted the captain to be training harder than any of the players. So the players could say... I can't afford to have a day off because if the captain's doing it, then I need yeah. to be doing it. But he it, 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 it absolutely ruined him. Like, he ruined him. Well, to he's an not in the team now. Well, he's not in the team, but he also potentially argue. I'm not, I'm not saying he was injured from it, but he talks about it and he was in pieces. You know, yeah. he, he trained him to an inch of his life type thing. Right. So he would do that, and it's all about the team. It's not about the individual. So if you're on 99 caps, I know that Ben, uh, ben Young's. Yes. You know, he'll get there. Maybe he learned from, but Dylan Hartley was, was left out on, I think, on 98 caps. Really? So, whereas oh. some teams would actually, you know, make sure that that happened. Yeah. He's like, nah, no way. Um, his planning is on a different level. And he hates to get things wrong. And he hates it when others get things wrong. So, if you're a coach and your planning isn't up to it, yeah, he's not best pleased. So, there's only one coach, apparently, that he's worked with for any length of time, and that's Steve Borthwick. Who's that? He is the forwards coach for England. Oh, right. Ex-England lock or something like that, yeah? Okay. And apparently he has the same work ethic right. as Steady Eddie. But very, very... Everything down to a T, dots his eyes. Crosses his T's, hardly sleeps. Yeah. Eddie Jones will be up at 3 o'clock in the morning watching match footage, and he'll be texting his players saying things like, you look a bit fat. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or you're looking slow today. Um, you know, so he's 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 basically doing that it. would suck as a player. 
Yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? But, you know, when you're a player, you, you get these texts and you think, we've got the hardest working coach. Yeah. Coaching us. Next up, he works harder than everyone else. We've just said that. Yeah. He Apparently, he hardly sleeps. He's full-time rugby on it. Uh, it's not normal way that it's not the normal way England rugby works. No. So a little story is that they were at training and it was it was um and this is going to really surprise you I think they're at training and it was really really wet and muddy and when they got when they got sort of they did sort of semi opposed work and he said you know tackle the players wouldn't go down on the ground they put the ball between their legs and Eddie Jones went bananas. And said, "This is we wouldn't do that in a game." And I found that really interesting because the players, this is international rugby players, yeah. didn't want to go and hit the ground and get wet and muddy, so that they. I just found that bizarre. Yeah, the standards there. I mean, you know, that's stuff that you do with your high school rugby team. Yeah, you go, come on, guys, we've got to train like we play. Yeah, got to train like we play. And this is the next. Once thing. you get muddy, it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. So he's got he's got all these sort of. Um, sort of training routines and rituals that English rugby players just aren't used to. No. But they're going to get used to because that's the well, norm they have to, yeah. in a lot of other places around the world. He has his own theories and they can't be changed. This is his big thing. So you're a coach with him. Yeah. You have your theory. Okay. Well, there's no point telling Eddie because Eddie's already got his theory on it. And, and, it, and it, it, his way or the highway. His way or the highway. And, you know, a lot of them take the highway because yeah. they can't can't deal with it. He does not care what you think. He cares about results. So you might say, oh, you're going too hard on the player. And he'll go, well, I'm winning on Saturday. He'll say, you know, you're, you're uh, you know, the, the jujitsu training we're doing where everyone's getting broken arms and legs, yeah. you know, maybe not a good idea. But we're winning. But we're winning. He goes out of his way to prove a point. So we just saw that, you know, he, he literally picked players and he'll pick them and play them until they prove his point and then he'll bin them off. <laughs> so he, uh, Jamie Joseph on the wing, played him on the wing and he played him on the wing for like two games and he said, oh, and he had a good game and he was like, oh, he came into press conference straight afterwards and he was like, you know, what did you think? Who do you think play well? And they said, Jamie Joseph. He said, oh, I told you, I told you he could play on the wing. Well, you lot said that he couldn't play on the wing yeah. and then he didn't pick him next match. <laughs> so... He just literally, uh, I think as soon as Curry has a good game at eight, really good game at eight, he'll then, you know, pick him back at seven. Yeah. So he just goes out of his way to prove a point. And he's done it for years and years. Plays mind games with everyone, including the press and his players. Definitely the press. So the best story. Man of of few words, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He, he's kind of love-hate relationship with the press now. He used to love them and he used to enjoy it. Yeah. And now he hates it. Uh, English press are something... They're a bit different, aren't they? They are a bit different, yeah. But one great story is, and I'm not sure which player it was, but it was their birthday. So he went up to them. I think it might have been Danny Kerr, but I, I might be wrong. So it was... In fact, I probably am wrong about this one. But let's just say it's Danny Kerr. <laughs> so this is his birthday, and he went up to went up to him, and he said, "Oh, by the way, don't you be thinking you can go out and, and have some drinks? You know, it's it's. Uh, I know it's your birthday, but we, we're not drinking. So anyway, the players all um, after training go to the bar, and they're all there, and they're all go, "Oh, we're going to buy you a beer," and he's like, "Oh, no, no, I don't want to drink." So at this point, Eddie turns around to him and says, "Go on." 
have a beer. You can't not have a beer. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. All these guys want to buy you a drink. So he's like, what the hell? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> what do I do here? He said not to drink, and now he's telling me to drink. What do I do? So he has his beer, and that's it. But this is kind of the mind games that yeah. he plays, you know. So really interesting. But is it, has he got an ego, or has he got experience? I would love to meet him, love to talk to him, love to coach with him. I I'm not so sure. I mean, he'd be fantastic. I'd love to go out for a drink and have a like dinner with him, but I'm not sure I'd want to coach with him. It'd be just the most enlightening experience oh, ever. I'd he, like to be his right-hand man, but I wouldn't like to coach with him. I'd just like to be there, listening in, cone, watching what he does. Cone holder. Yes. You could, you'd be a good cone holder, right? I'd be a bloody good cone holder. How much do you reckon a cone holder gets for the England rugby team? Hell of a lot more than I get here, mate. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> anyway, so that's why we think Eddie Jones is not the most popular person to coach with. And he still hasn't found an attack coach. Has he not? No. Not oh that I'm aware gosh. of anyway. That's yeah. Which is absolutely amazing. The next one here, mate. Leeds. Yeah. So David t- t- Tapping. Tapping. From Leeds. Hi, guys. At the start of the season, you spoke about who you thought would win each conference, but you did not predict who would make the semi-finals and final. So my question to you is, who do you think is going to win the competition this year? Many thanks for doing the podcast. For the record, I listened to the podcast while working out at the gym. I think that's going back to last year where we asked for them to tell us what they, how they listened oh, yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. So Working out in the gym. Oh, that Toby's got a great workout <laughs> voice. <laughs> So let's go through the South African Conference, who we think are the main teams. Stormers. Definitely. Definitely yeah. up there. Sharks up there. 100%. Yeah. And I put the Haguaros. Yeah. In saying that, I think the Sharks are looking amazing. I think the Haguaros, for me, are second best. And the Stormers just behind that. So if I had to pick two. Stormers have started well. Stormers have started well. They've got a lot of away games coming up. Yes. And that might be played them most back. at home, haven't they? Yeah. So those three are definitely in the mix, yeah? Chiefs for the New Zealand Conference. Crusaders. With their fantastic logo. With their fantastic logo. And who are you going to go for for the last spot? The Blues. I'm going for the Blues as well. Yes. So we're going the Blues, yep. definitely. Not the not the Hurricanes. No. No. Not after seeing them play on the weekend. Gosh, no. Definitely, definitely not. And for the Australian Conference, the Brumbies, I think it goes without saying, I'm still sticking with the Reds. Even though they're second bottom. Yes. <laughs> yes, even though they're second bottom. And the Rebels, yeah. I just can't see them going anywhere anywhere past the quarters. No chance. No chance. No. The Reds are an outside bet. So that you can definitely see the Australian Conference is definitely the, the weakest. With the Brumbies, very good. But... Brumbies are looking good too, aren't they? They're looking very good. Yeah. yeah. So who would you say... What about the Sunwolves? Nah, mate. No, nah, 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 Remember the first game? How did they win the first game? Did they win the first game? Remember they won the first game against, against... the Warasars? <laughs> oh, my god! And then they've lost every game since. They were leading the conference. They were. They were, yeah. <laughs> so who do you think is going to be your semis? Four best teams in there. Uh, Sharks. Yep. Uh, Crusaders. Interesting, yeah. Chiefs. Um, and the Brumbies. 
Okay, I'm going to say the Sharks. I agree with you, the Sharks. I think they're, they think they're the best team in the comp- competition at the moment, right? Chiefs, definitely. We've got to somehow, we've got to write this down, don't we? Yeah, we do. I, I'll make an over. So let's go, I'm going to go Chiefs, yeah? Yeah. Sharks. Okay. Brumbies. Right. I think that's, I think that's. They're, they're the top. Top in their conferences. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. No, 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 I know it doesn't matter. But then you've got to say there's one more team to make that semi. And I'm going to say. Are you going to say that? No. I'll say Blues. What? I'm just not that impressed with the Crusaders this year. I know they've won, but they've got some real major issues that they're going to have to solve. And maybe they can solve it. I'm a big fan, as you know. But what I've seen in the Blues. I'd love I've, to see the Blues. Yeah, Blues are great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope the Crusaders, and I'm sure that they can. And I think playing at home, they're going to pick up points. But it's going to be tough to, you know, to go and win it again is... Three-peat. You know, very, very, very impressive. Yeah, but they can still make the semi and not win it. Yeah, I understand that, but we, I'm picking who I want. So are you going to go Crusaders? Yeah. So you're going Crusaders. Okay. So that's who we think. Now, who's going to win the whole competition is the next one. Who there is the most, sort of the, the team that's most likely to win the whole lot? Let's go final first. Oh, gosh. For me, the Sharks. I was going to say, I was either going to say Sharks, Brumbies, or Sharks, Chiefs. I agree. Sharks, Brumbies, or Sharks, Chiefs. I think the Brumbies might not have enough in the semi. So I'm going to say final is going to be Sharks, Chiefs. And I'm going to say, I reckon it's anyone's game in the final. <laughs> if it's in South Africa, I think the Sharks will win. If it's in New Zealand, I think the Chiefs will win. It's that that it's that it's close. Yeah. And both teams have got players that can win games from anywhere as well. But neither of them been in the finals for a long time. So it, it'll be a real tight one, that's for sure. Whereas if the Crusaders make it, they've been there so many times yeah. that... It won't. It won't be too much for them. Won't be too much for them. But it's time now for us to review the weekend's matches. And the first match was the Sunwolves at home to the Brumbies. Surprise, surprise, mate! The Sunwolves lost again. No, of course they didn't. Brumbies second team as well. It was a real pared down second team. So it was a really, was it really? good result for them. They considering absolutely thrashed them. Scored some nice tries too. Yeah, 47-14. Uh, 47, yeah, 14. What to do? How did they win their first match was my question about the Sunwolves. I mean, they really have got nothing. No. And although ben it was T.O., mate. relatively close first half and then just bust out second half, wasn't it? Terrible crowd again. Yeah. Terrible crowd again. N- nothing need. Nothing more needs to be said. Next game up was Crusaders-Reds. It was really tight, mate. Crusaders didn't turn up. Crusaders didn't turn up. The only saving grace of the Crusaders was their line-out. If they didn't have their line-out, then they would have lost that match. Yeah. The the Reds, many a line break, many a try. In fact, they scored one more try than the Crusaders. They Just played the, the better rugby, but when push comes to shove... Crusaders every, were at home as well. Yeah, every time they got that a line-out, they, they stole their line-out ball. Yeah. My biggest... Criticism of the Crusaders is they are terrible in loose play when it comes to rucks. 
they just don't have the players arriving to the rucks. They get turned Crusaders. over. Yeah, turned over so many times. They they make a break, turn over. Their their fine motor skills this year have have not been up to it like we're expe- expecting from them. Not to say that they can't improve, but it's going to be mm. be tough. But next game, mate. Waratahs at home to the Chiefs. Um, 14-13 at halftime. To the Waratahs. To the Waratahs. Yeah. In score, 14-51. Now, we watched the second half of this 38 game. 38-0 in the, in the second, second half. half. Basically a point a minute. And they did. They scored like three tries in the first yeah, 10, minutes. ten minutes, didn't they? <laughs> Very similar to the was it the the Bulls versus the Highlanders? Yes. Very similar, tight first half. Actually, the Highlanders playing the better rugby. Yeah. And then getting absolutely whooped. Whooped. How? I was really impressed with the Bulls. The Bull. I mean, the Bulls played amazing rugby. Yeah. Yeah, Mornay you know, like Stain. The Chiefs throwing it round. I've said here, Speckman, Peterson, Mornay Stain. He got a hat trick. was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And actually, yet again, the back three of a yeah. South, African, uh, South African team are fantastic, yeah. Uh, skill level was on a different level as well. Yeah. They've gone from a team that was very conflict-dominated and have moved to the team that can... Forward-orientated. Yeah, can, and then can then fling it round, which is... Nice so unlike South African teams of the past. So Chiefs were were, were amazing, really, weren't they, in that yeah. second half? Aaron Cruden was oh, on a fire. Wizard. Um, your mate, Scrum Half? Yeah, Brad Weber. Brad Weber, who ripped it up. Remember when you said to me last year, you went, he's going to rip it up. And I, like, wet myself laughing. And I've felt stupid ever since because he literally has ripped it up. He was actually fantastic. Probably the most controversial game of the weekend was the Hurricanes yeah. versus the Blues. So got red card, Lomax off. Yeah. Two yellows at a similar time. Yeah. So they were down to 12 men. 12 men? Did they get down to 12 at they one stage? They got down to 12 men at one stage. Flimmin' heck. Yeah. Flimmin' heck, hey. Yeah. Now, what was a little bit worrying was that I put down here the fling it, ying it again. The, the Hurricanes are a one-trick pony at the moment. All they want to do is just chuck the ball around. And people have said, oh, they played the Sunwolves and that was successful. But actually, it's before that. And I think they've been throwing it around for years. You look at the quarter fi- semi-final last year against the Crusaders. Yeah. They would have won that game had they played with a little bit more composure. Yeah. They just literally forced the pass in every opportunity they have. They just tried to score from... Anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. And and they lost it. They absolutely lost the plot, yeah. uh, which is a real shame. Um, Coles lost the plot as vice captain. Yeah. And TJ Perinara lost the plot as captain. I think the referee lost the plot, but you can't deny any of his calls he made. Geordie no. Barrett, yeah. Penley Try, Lomax sending off. None of them were bad calls. No. But it is what it is, mate. Rebels, Lions. The Lions. 37-17. The Lions are the only South African team that play like a South African team this year. Yeah. I'm so impressed with the South African teams. I've put out, I've put here, the Rebels were, were pretty good. Um, I've got here, Matt Tamua was excellent, controlled the game really well. I like how the Australian teams are putting pace onto the ball. A little bit like England. England yeah. put pace onto that ball. Uh, Dane Hyler-Petty leads them well. 
They seem they seem like a uh, a cohesive group of players. They seem like the old Highlanders. No real huge names. That's I mean, they've right. got a couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. they're playing as a team. Good little backline. Yeah. Good little backline and a young Ford pack. The Lions used to be good. Now, just yeah. old school South African rugby. Now, one of our um, listeners mentioned that high school rugby in South Africa is like super rugby. And normally when they move to super rugby, they they become sort of like a different player. But that's starting to go. Yeah. You know, some of the rugby they're playing is, is out this world. Amazing. Amazing. Sharks. Higuares. Sharks were great. Again, the Can't team. Can't fault them. The team to beat at the moment, yeah. that's for sure. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the New Zealand teams going across and playing them. Yeah. Because. See what standard we're at. See what standard we're at. And the last one, we've already mentioned the Bulls and the Highlanders. Yeah, 38-13. Good first half. The Highlanders looked like the better team. Yeah. Came out. Away from home as well. All but. I'm going to say is back three. Back three. And where's the other one? There's not there, are they? The Stormers they didn't play. Back, back three again. Yeah. Stormers back three are probably the best ones as well. Oh, shucks. Nah. Farsi. Farsi is awesome. He's my player of the, of the comp at the moment. Player of the comp at the moment. So, yeah, you're right, though. Stormers back three yeah. are very good <laughs> as well, vicious. aren't they? Very, very good. And it's just great to see them playing this attractive style of rugby yeah. as well. And, you know, I know that their quota system, it took a lot of negative press when it first came out, but yeah. you can see that coming through oh, now. Yeah. And Sharks, a South African prop who can pass the ball. You no, know, yes, unheard of. Unheard of. Unheard of. So what about this week's matches, uh, Tobes? We've got the Chiefs up first against the Hurricanes. What are your thoughts on this? Chiefs are going to win. By how many? 12. By 12. Chiefs are going to win by 12. Okay, so uh, Rugby Forecast have got them winning by one. What? I think that's a good shout. You take out the fact that the Hurricanes didn't play great against the Blues. That's going to be a tight match. Yeah, it will be. It's going to be a tight match. Okay, the Blues v. the Lions. Can the Blues at home... The Blues are going to win. Bowden Barrett's first game. Is it, is it definitely his first game? So, yeah. No, it's not, is it? Is it not? I don't think so. Oh. You're building it up. I hope it but is. But they've been great. Ottilie Black's been fantastic. He has been, yeah. Harry Plummer at 12's been good. Yeah. Perifetua at, at 15's been good. They've got three teams on the pitch. It's working for them. It is. Chuck Bowden Barrett on there. you got four. <laughs> um, Ioani at 13, 13 has been impressive. Oh. And his brother back... That yes. was nice to see as well, wasn't it? Because we, we, we do like, we do them, like them both. So you're going to go Blues? I'll go the Blues, yeah, but probably by less than seven. Less than seven. So yeah, I'm going to go Blues, and I'm going to say they're going to win by ten. Okay. Nine. Oh. So pretty tight in between both of us. That's where we forecast. Oh. Now, uh, yeah. some Wolves Crusaders. I would have said that score. I would have said probably 25 plus. 25 plus. Yeah. Crusaders. Oh, it's already come up, so I didn't yes. see that. 33, yeah. I agree with that. I think the Summers at home will be tougher prospect than away. And a new, Crusaders need. Yeah. They're not playing amazing rugby at the moment. Reds versus the Bulls. After the Bulls played like they did. I hope the Reds win. I hope the Reds win too. Yeah. Yeah, I think they will win. I think they will, but it will be very close. I think five. Five points. I think the Bulls away from home, mind you, they played really yeah, well, did, didn't they? Did. 
I'm gonna say the Reds. I'm gonna say Reds gonna. Be, so you said you said Reds by five. five. I'm gonna agree with you. Reds by all two. Anyone's game there. Sharks. Oh, this is an absolute Bobby Dazzler, as you like to say. Yeah. Now the Stormers beat the Sharks. I think. In the first round? Have they already played? They've already played, yeah. Not the first round, but the first time they played each other. They've already played once. I'm sure of it. Really? Yeah, and I think I think the Stormers beat them. I think. Sharks are going to win. Sharks are going to win by eight. Now, you got to think the Stormers had a bye week. Exactly. I agree with you. Sharks are going to win by eight. I reckon you're bang on by six. Oh. Yeah. So, so far, can I just say here that you have fully agreed with Rugby Forecast? I, I have. Have you not? Now, I have. can you think about last week and your comment you made around Rugby Forecast? I can't remember. What did I say? <laughs> you don't want to remember. <laughs> what did I say? You said, they haven't been very good this year, have they? <laughs> now, I would like to also, um, your picks versus their picks, they pretty much got every single game right last did week. Did I? No, that's what they got. <laughs> so do you want to make a little apology to Rugby yeah, Forecast? I apologise, yes. <laughs> we all have our day, don't we? <laughs> so uh, moving on, the Haguares over the Highlanders. I'd like to see the Highlanders win. I'd like to. They're not going to, are No, they? no, they're not. No. no. be interesting, this one, because you're, you're right. I think it's going to be closer. And I think the Highlanders have played okay this year. They have, yeah. Um. I'm going to say Haguares. What does Rugby Forecast say? By 10, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can see that, can't you? And last but not least, this is an easy one for Brumbies. me. Brumbies all the way. Yeah, Brumbies by 16 for me. I think it'll be tighter than that. I think Brumbies by 10. By 9. So, yeah, but it's because you've already seen what he's put down, is This is possibly the most predictable week so far, just because we've seen them all play. I think the, probably the the... Games that you would say are going to be tight is obviously the Sharks. I mean, they're all going to be tight. They're all going yeah. to be tight, aren't they? But apart from the Crusaders, Sunwolves. I hope the Crusaders sure. lose now. Don't be like that. Okay, leading the conferences. The Sharks, what is it, three points ahead now. Three po- but they've had it, they've, um, the Stormers have a game in hand. They have a game in hand, yeah. And you look at their form. So that was round two, mate. They lost yeah. there, to the, and I'm pretty sure that was to the Stormers. Uh, yeah, because it looks like they've won. I can't see anyone else. Maybe the Haguares pipping the Stormers in that conference, but it, it looks very good, the Sharks and the Stormers leading that at the moment, that's for sure. It's pretty close to the top, isn't it? It is, yeah. You could arguably, after the weekend, the Bulls could really come out and have a really good back end of the season. Because they did play fantastic. But the Lions are definitely going to be rooted to the bottom of that conference. The New Zealand conference, anyone's anyone's sort of game this, isn't it? Again, well, to be fair, the Chiefs and Crusaders have a game in hand as well. Yes, they do. But they've all got to play each other, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. You know, you think that, that the Highlanders arguably aren't going to win too many. But the Chiefs could beat the Crusaders. The Crusaders could beat the Chiefs. The Blues could beat both of them. And the Hurricanes, if they get themselves sorted, could cause at least one or two upsets against the top, which should which should really put the cat amongst the pinches. What's going to be interesting is the points. Because obviously, you know, if you want to be the wild card team, yeah. you need to have those points 
and normally the New Zealand uh, New Zealand teams get the points. They do, don't they? So it'd be interesting to see if it happens this year. The Australian Conference a lot easier to predict. Brumbies up there. We thought the Rebels were really going to struggle this year. They're actually in second place. Can with, I just say the um, the really good look at that? They got three wins out of the last five games. So the sh- the, sh- the Sharks haven't played the Storm. They haven't. No, they haven't. No, they haven't played the Storm. No. Who did they lose to in round two? Don't know. I didn't. I didn't look at that. But I can bring it up. Number <laughs> two. So. It is time for us to turn our attention to the Six Nations, Tobes. Was it week two? Week two, yes. Week two, the Sharks. Don't worry. Sharks won. It's week three, wasn't it? Week three. They lost to the Hurricanes, that's right. They lost to the Hurricanes. Yeah, 38-22. I do remember after the Hurricanes lost their first game. Yeah. Yeah. That was a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, um, very impressive England performance, wasn't it? Yes. On the weekend. The the scores the score flatters Wales, yes, because of sort of the last five minutes really. Yeah, they they went, the cards. They went down to thirteen, didn't they? And yeah, they, they piled on a few points there. I mean, they could have won it. They Wales. could have won it. Second half, they came out and yeah. got that early try. But overall, England were just yeah. way better team, weren't they? And then Scotland v France. Great work from the Scots. Hated it. Yeah, you wanted Shocking. France. Didn't like the referee, even though he was a Kiwi, just didn't really control the game very well. Oh, I think you've been a bit harsh. Nah. I, think they, I do agree. There were some calls that were like, oof, a couple of turnovers where the French had the ball and then he's, because normally, you know, the Kiwi or Southern Hemisphere referees are quite quick to pick up on the turnover as in holding on to the ball yeah. and they'll pull it up. Yeah, 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 he, yeah you're he right. Just he just let it go, let it go for and... ages, didn't he? Oh. Let it go for ages. But that does seem to be the way that it has been refereed a lot more now. Yeah. You You've know, got to win it 100%, don't yeah, you? Yeah, they give you a long time. Yeah. Long time to win. You know, you have to be there for a long yeah. time to win that ball back. Player of the weekend, who's going to be your player of the weekend? The um, the the French number three for it, for throwing a punch, <laughs> actually throwing a legitimate punch. We never see that, do no. we? No. When was the last time he deserved you saw that a round of applause? That? Yeah. Never. I, I haven't seen it. We for can't such be a, such a long time. We can't time. be, you know, pushing. No, we can't. But no. what is nice to see is that it means so much. Yeah. But the thing is, is that there's obviously something's happened. The Scotsman has egged the Frenchman on, and the yeah. Frenchman's just gone bang. Alan Wynne Jones, for for example, could have could easily have, yeah, could have easily done yeah. something very similar and been sent off. Yes. You're I mean, right. I know the French guy, red card definitely. Yeah, he's young, and he'll learn from that. Yeah, and I don't think they lost the game because of it either. Oh, do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I think when Intermac went off. They lost the game. He's oh. so, he went so off pivotal. Days. Yeah, he was so Although pivotal. The bloke that came on did a decent job. Yeah, bad haircut though. Eh? Bad oh. do. Real bad. Tell you, tell you who would have been proud though, Jerry Collins. Jerry Collins would have been, would have been very proud of his. What was it? A tie dye? No, not tie dye. Highlighter, bloody top, muffin top. <laughs> 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 what is it? Um, oh. 
bleached, bleached blonde, bleached blonde muffin here, yeah. top. <laughs> what was he thinking? Thought bigger was good as well. Yeah, considering they lost, well, yeah. you know, bad knee, and he still managed to yeah. get out there and play. Um, what's his name that took the hit from Toilangi? Oh, George North. North. He North. had a good game. Yeah, good game for him. Yeah, he has been very quiet. Yeah, recently, that's what I mean. He, went, he was looking for the ball and he made meters. You've got to take your hat off to Wales a little bit. They their squad was in pieces, and they still churn out. Yeah, you know, solid performance. Solid performance. Now. People are on Wayne Pivik's back saying, really, you know, Warren Gatlin wouldn't lose these matches. And they're, he's, they're probably right. Yeah. You know, Warren Gatlin found ways to win the matches. Yeah. And Pivik seems to find ways to lose stay them. in them or lose them. But I do yeah. think that he doesn't have a good a squad to work with, that's no. for sure. So the last round, if we can play it with the coronavirus, where things are being stopped left, right and centre over here. Uh, Wales v Scotland, that could be a damn think, good game. Yeah, I think that still goes on. Yep. Um, the France-Ireland game has been postponed. Yeah, and the Italy-England game's been postponed. postponed but yeah. that's basically code for called off, I think, isn't it? That'd be a great being. game, though, that, yeah. that Wales-Scotland game. And uh, it will might be an opportunity for the Scots to finish. And you think the Scots could have won every game. They literally could have beaten England. Yeah. Could have beaten Ireland? What did they get? No, I don't think so. No. But, you know, they've they've played yeah. very, very well and lost. A little bit like Wales on the weekend. Played, well, I don't know, actually. Did Wales play that well? England played fantastic. You yeah. to them. So who do we think is going to win the Six Nations this year? England looking very good, but we just don't know because of the coronavirus whether any no. of them are going to be. It might even be played at the end of this year. It might just go down as no one has won the Six Nations this year. Which would be a real shame, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. So, quiz time. Oh, yeah, boy. So, remember this. Um, we have got the... <laughs> the bell for I like, you. I like the other one. The bell for you and the <clears throat> bell for me, because I lost last week. Yeah, that's right. Don't get too... Don't get too comfortable there, Tobes, because... Right, so it's your turn first, isn't it? Is it my turn first because yep. I lost last week? Definitely. Now, my theme, if I can find my question. Do you want to know my theme first? Yes, I'd love to know your theme. My theme is Steady Eddie. No. My <laughs> theme is Steady Eddie. God, it's like someone would have thought that we'd talk to each other. <laughs> What's your theme? Steady Eddie. No, it's not. My theme is Steady Eddie. My theme is Steady Eddie. <laughs> I'm really hoping that, <laughs> that we don't have the same questions. <laughs> Eventually we do. Eventually we do. Oh. Wikipedia is only so long. <laughs> oh, no. I, can't, I told you I was doing Steady Eddie. Yeah. And then you've done yeah. it as well. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay. I bet you my questions uh. are better than yours anyway. All right. So oh. Eddie Jones has coached all over the world. Yes. But what UK club oh. did Eddie Jones coach with? Was it A, Bath, B, the Scarlets, C, Saracens, or D, Harlequins? When when did he, what year? Not going to tell you that. Not going to tell you that. Well, he actually <laughs> played for another club as well. Yes, um, uh, Lister. Ooh, well done, big fella. <laughs> Is that question that you've got <laughs> later on? <laughs> 
<laughs> so A, Bath, B, the Scarlet, C, Saracens, and D, Harlequins. I, honestly, I would not have a clue. Um, but I'm going to go Harlequins. Final answer. Yes. You're wrong. <laughs> took me a while to find the button, but you're wrong. It's actually Saracens. Right, okay. So when... Wasn't very successful. Right. So Didn't, was he head coach? Head coach was Steve Borthwick. Right. And then they went to Japan. Ah, okay. Japan from there, yeah. Okay. Right, right mate. So uh, I, I don't score a point. No, you definitely do not. I like how you've actually got your own piece of paper and now you're keeping score because you won last week. <coughs> During Steady Eddie's playing career, which position Hooker. did he play? Damn it. <laughs> One nil. One nil. <laughs> Hooker. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go, mate. Brilliant. There we go. So well what, were, what were your options you were going to give me? Uh, I was going to give you halfback, because he's quite small. He is quite small, yeah. Hooker. Yep. Winger. Yep. Or second row. Second <laughs> row. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't think he was a hooker, would you? No. You wouldn't think he was a hooker. Mind you, he has, he, he you know, he's quite... He's quite naggy, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's in your ear. He's got a bit of banter, doesn't he? Like, halfback. Like a halfback or a hooker has. Yeah. Okay. My next question is this. Just before Eddie was contracted, contracted? Contracted with uh, by, yeah, by the England RFU, he signed, yeah, he signed up to coach with which super rugby team? Was it A, the Reds? B, the Stormers, C, the Lions, or D, the ACT Brumbies? I think it was, go through the... A, the Reds, B, the Stormers. I think it was the Stormers. You think it was the Stormers? Yeah. Final answer? Yeah. You are correct. Yes. Well done, Topes. One all. One all, but yeah, you're gone. Go on, hit me. <laughs> well, with my one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Have I told you just one? I've yeah. told you one, haven't I? <laughs> okay. How old is Steady Eddie? Oh, great question. Great 62? Question. Yeah. 58? Yeah. 60? Yeah. Or 64? I did have 70 in there, but I scribbled it out. He's 60. He's 60. Final answer? Final answer. You're correct? Yes. So it's two, one. So I can't lose. No. Can I just put that there yes. for you? Okay, so Eddie Jones played as a professional rugby player. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what level did he get to? Yep. Uh, and who did he play for? Okay. 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 You know this, don't you? <laughs> you do. I think so. So, did he make... An international uh, appearance, yeah? And did he play for Australia in that performance? Did he play for uh, a professional club, which was Leicester the, in the UK? Yes. Waratahs in Australia. Yeah. And he played against the British and Irish Lions. He did, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I can't believe you chose to do steady Eddie. <laughs> 
Now, right, this, so this is this is for the win. This is this is for the win. If I get this right, if you get this, this you is win. for the win. Yeah. Okay, I think this is quite a good. Uh, you should get it right. During Steady Eddie's international coaching career, yes. with what with which country is his best winning ratio? <gasps> That's a great question, isn't it? Yeah. Australia. Oh, jeez. Japan. Or England. This is head coach, by the way. It's now he had a great he had a great Australian side there. Well, he won the World Cup, didn't he? Best winning ratio. He had a bad. He had a lean year, though, didn't he? He had a lean year with with England. I would guess that it's England. Definitely not Japan. Oh, well, mind but you. Japan. Japan. They don't play all the good teams, do they? Exactly. They don't play all the good teams. I'm going to say it's England, but I'm unsure. I'm going to say England. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Final answer? Final answer. You're right. I'm right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So Come when on. he was with Australia. Yes. It was 58%. I'm surprised, yeah. But, yeah. but he does so play all I. the big boys, doesn't he? Yeah. Plays all the big boys, yeah. Uh Seventy-one percent for Japan, very good. And Not hard seven, when you're playing Russia. No, and seventy-eight percent for England. Yeah, he had one bad year with England, and, and but he went on that run. He went on the run. Yeah, yeah, waiting in a row. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, next up, next week, we have got a great topic to discuss. Tobes, after seven rounds, pick your Super Rugby fifteen. So over this week, we're going to really look at all the players, and we're going to be picking our best. 15 players throughout the whole competition. Okay. So that's what we're going to be focusing on next week. And another shout out for uh, Ben Telfer. Yeah. So he is trying to raise money for his uh, for his father and memory of his father, who sadly passed away. He's doing the national three He's doing the national three peaks. The national three peaks. Okay. So Snowdonia and the blah, other, blah, the blah, other blah. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Good on him, though, eh? I'd love to do something like that. So if you want to give some money, it's www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Ben Telfer, which you can see on the screen in the back here, uh, and we'll try and put that on our show notes on our podcast as well. I'll also try and put it on the the gram. Put it on the gram. And and any money you can give, it's going to a great cause. Yeah. so that'd be fantastic if you could support him. Definitely. Uh, in, his, in his endeavours, because it's not easy to do the old three peaks. No. I mean, I haven't tried or done it, but good on him. Good on him, yeah. Good luck to him. Until next week, Tobes. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure signing off yet again. Catch you later. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.